you're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome everyone to episode 96 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, your host Bob Jachinski, with my good, good friend Dogbark24. Dog, how are you doing this week, my man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, how are you? I'm doing good, man. And glad to be here as always, as this week we're just going to be doing a shorter recap episode of the most recent uh, white strikes mayhem, or it's still mid year mayhem if you're a purist as I am. Uh, but this uh, week, of course, we do have some news before we get into that. Uh, dogged, why don't you start it off there? All right, well, uh, QuakeCon is happening this weekend, and it's gonna start uh, Thursday, August 18th, and that's I think pretty much the whole weekend. As far as like ESO stuff goes, you can watch any uh, QuakeCon ESO live stream on like Bethesda or a few other places for like 15 minutes, and then you receive the uh, Flame Edgenock Ponyguar pet, I think. Pretty sure it's a pet. Um, as well as an Arobaros crate. So be sure to get those. Yeah, of course, it has to be a Guar. Yeah, it's, you know, the least popular i would i would probably say hmm. at least it's my least favorite you know like, yeah same well yeah that's uh gonna wrap up the news though that's all there really is this week yeah so make sure you guys check in for that cash in on your uh little guar so of course as with uh our news we do have our weekly serial update so uh, the scores are, of course, a little bit crazy still because we're just coming out of mid-year mayhem. So uh, right off the rip for Greyhost on PCNA, there are just only four hours left. So very, very close. And uh, currently, we've got DC in the lead at 91.4. AD at 91.2, and EP at 91k, so an extremely close battle for uh, the end of that campaign, which is very awesome to see. And then for EU, we once again have DC in the lead at 93k, EP in second at 87k, AD in third at 84k, so a bit wider of a gap in that one, but... Uh, it still seems to be a good battle. Alright, um, for Xbox NA, there's uh, 15 days left in the campaign. We have AD in first with uh, 49k, DC in second with 44k, and EP in last with 42k. And then for Xbox EU, our trade changing up a little bit. Uh, we have EP in first with 58k, uh, DC in second with 36k, and AD in last with 32.7k. And for the PlayStation NA side of things, we got EP in the lead with 58k, AD right behind them with 54k, and DC unfortunately in last with 53k. 
Now, in the EU side of things, that's where things get a bit crazy because AD is in the lead with 81k, which, you know, sounds normal. But then again, EP is in second with only 40k. And EP is in third with 37k, or DC, so... Yeah. Those are uh, some pretty high scores over there. Or I guess AD has pretty high score over there. I know, just like to have the entire thing doubled, they made, well, they must have just broke the spirit of everyone in the campaign. Probably. They probably went to other campaigns at that point. Especially with it being Major Mayhem, and you had, you know, 10 campaigns you can join. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely very nice. So, with that, before we get into the rest of uh, mid-year and all that fun stuff, we wanted to take our Robots Radio break and remind you that we are part of the oh-so-wildly popular Robots Radio podcast network, or if you go check out uh, robotsradio.net, you'll find a uh, plethora of other shows including ours and they're all equally awesome so make sure to go check it out robotsradio.net do you like adventure yeah do you like laughing uh, yeah would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember um excellent you're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Ameren. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, so... Dogged. We finally got through uh, another mid-year mayhem, and this one was a bit hectic, to say the least. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to, but I did have some adventures. Well, that's good, that's good. Um, Yeah, I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to, too. But, uh, and most of my misadventures were, you know, trying to follow the train around, but, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) uh, you know, there was still, uh, definitely some misadventures in there. So why don't you go ahead and uh, begin, man, with some of your mid-year adventures? All right. So I think the first one I want to talk about is I was doing quests, you know, my magic part in one of the cities, Bruma or Lashers or something. And. I was like ganked by someone who really kind of followed Zoss's, uh, you know, ESO is a game about choice mantra. Um, he chose to rock no body pieces. Well, he wasn't wearing a costume, so, you know, maybe he was wearing a helmet and I, you know, he was just had a hidden, but other than that, he was like nothing, no body pieces at all. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. Um, yeah, it's a bold move. <laughs> I think he was using Oak and Soul and Agility or something like that because he hit me with an ambush followed by an end cap and a couple other things after that while I was, you know, stunned and stuff. And it hurt quite a bit for, you know, again, a naked guy, right? So um, I was in light armor, but still it hit hit a lot. Um, But after I broke free, I uh, turned around, javelined him, 
uh, jabbed him and then destroyed him with a good old radiant destruction. Like <laughs> he died really fast, but he did a lot of damage. So, but uh, yeah, this is you know. Uh, the main thing that I wanted to do talk about this first because it kind of segued into you know the PTS talk that you know we don't really want to go too deep into, but I do think it's uh, kind of dumb for ESO mantra on you know being a game about choice. But if you're a magical based character, then you can either use stamina based weapons or use your magicka based weapons at the cost of losing out on damage. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely kind of a lame trade-off. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that guy had a choice, right? He could have worn armor, and he probably would have killed me, but he didn't. And, yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of, you know, that's the first one, that first big one I wanted to talk about. So, what about you, Bob? What's your, which one of yours? Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, your uh, statements of a game of choice there, I mean, I do feel you on that. Uh, there is definitely some weird uh, limits for a game of choice. But there are a lot of uh, things that allow you to definitely, you know, do random things that uh, would be against meta in a lot of other senses. So. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I thought as far as you were going to say about, you know, U35, like, okay, well, I mean, uh, as far as a game of choices, when everything gets nerfed, you only have so many choices, <laughs> but. <laughs> well, I didn't want to, you know, go too deep into it, but yeah, I felt like that was like the nice little low ground that I could go on. And yeah. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so yeah. what the. Do you want to tell us one of your, uh, you know, PvP adventures? Um, gosh, man, I like I don't even have too many in particular. Like my uh, entire mid year is just uh, when I think about it, it was just like a frantic uh, rush to get into any server possible, and then you know going as fast as I can once I did. Um, I really wasn't, like, that satisfied with my build with the Oakensole and everything. Like, Oakensole is definitely cool in its own right, and it can be powerful in PvP, even in its current state, like, for sure. But, I don't know, it just wasn't really for me. But I was so, you know, like, you're so in PvP, like, there's not really a lot of time to go change your entire thing. So it's just like, alright, I'm just running with this. Um... So I definitely didn't get in, like, any, like, super memorable, like, fights or anything. Um, there was definitely one point where uh, I was just, like, in Greyhost or Blackreach. And we had one, like, super long defense. It was, we got, like, 130k tick. So that was pretty cool. But other than that, man, it was just... Uh, yeah, just going into Cyrodiil and literally sprinting to everywhere I could score points at. And that was, it was like a one long imp push. But I did, at the very, very end, finally get to my four stars. So I guess that was probably the most memorable moment. I was hitting four star and being like, okay, 
I could finally be done. Yeah, uh, hitting, uh, getting up there in the stars is nice. Up until you know everyone targets you, so. Yeah, yeah they already do for being <laughs> former emperor, though. So, <laughs> just yeah. give them another reason, right? Why not? Yeah, might as well, right? All right. So uh, I think my next one is a. Uh, I was on my magpar in the Imperial City doing the dailies, so I could just uh, log in and turn them in. Um, kind of find the Imperial City boring now, especially the DC way of how they were doing it. It was really dumb. So they controlled one of the uh, sectors, right? Uh, one of the districts. And they held that district for, like, the entire event, pretty much. Like, they would not leave that district Whenever I went, I went to go like, like, oh, hey, there's a lot of blue. What are they doing up there in that one district? All right. I guess I'm going to not do Imperial City, I guess, because blue's not doing anything except for holding one district. So that was kind of lame. Yeah, that's definitely lame. I don't think I've seen that strategy before. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely didn't either. It was definitely a strategy. I mean... There's people who are trying to bomb them, but you can't bomb an, a whole faction of blue. So, well, you can, but then you die. So, he's just all chilling there. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, while I was doing my dailies, uh, there was a yellow kind of hanging about being very suspicious, like, and he's kind of following me around, but like not, but not getting too close. And then I went, like, I was killing some NPCs and he got closer, almost on top of me. When his uh, stealth broke, and immediately he cloaked away, and I found him ten seconds later and killed him, because one, he was like right on top of me, and two, cloaking is an act of aggression. You know, it's an offensive ability. It's like using jabs in the middle of nowhere. It makes no sense. He tried to attack me or tried to gank me or something. So yeah, I did not stand for that. Huh. Yeah, I guess. Uh... In some uh, certain countries, that's considered an act of aggression. <laughs> yeah. You know, the dog ones mainly, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, it uh, it gets better, though. I went to, like, in the next, next district, or maybe two over, and I saw four reds killing some poor yellow. And I was like, eh, whatever. I moved the opposite direction, because I didn't want any part of that. Uh... Two minutes later, on the opposite side of the district I was in, I found all four reds killing an NPC, and they all cloaked, like, pretty much all at once, without killing the NPC. So that right there uh, was pretty suspicious. Um, uh, one of them was on the south uh, for, like, half of a second, but that's all it took for me to throw a meteor and gap close into them. Um, then my meteor stunned them, and I killed them all within like 20 seconds after that. And right after killing them, I was like moving on. And I got not one, not two, but four Xbox party invites from some very angry dead reds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, they weren't happy about it, I guess. But yeah, so I guess, you know, the moral of the story is uh, cloaking is an active aggression. You can sneak around. That's OK. But cloaking means you are looking for a fight or running from a fight that you were already in. Because I had that happen too, where uh, I tried to use a, what was it called? Revealing Flare. And I popped one Nightblade and I went to uh, throw out an another one, but I got ganked by a second Nightblade. 
and it was not good. I did not like it. I died really bad. But uh, yeah. Yeah, multiple night blades. They'll they'll do that to you. <laughs> yeah, especially when they come at you one after the other. Yeah. Yes, especially when they do. So, uh, other than that, I guess uh, probably some of my better memories would be from uh, Brib One's Emp Push, which really turned into kind of a whole Red Diamond Guild Emp Push, uh, because Brib One chose the Empty Under 50 campaign, which honestly... I thought it was a dangerous move because you never know how those empty campaigns are going to go. It could work out in your favor. It could totally be like, oh, there's one group of red and one group of yellow. They're all gold geared out and just ruling the map 24 hours a day. Uh, Because people have that kind of time, apparently. But it did work out. Um, All our guild members were able to play pretty much for most of the day. Uh, our good friend Grammaton Dryad was in there uh, running with him, and uh, we had Brib One pushing, and then we had two other players. We had one on yellow and one on red, everyone pushing, and we were able to get all of them crowned as Emperor in one. Uh, I mean, well, honestly, yeah, in one day, so it was really crazy and really exciting. And uh, congratulations to all three of them, uh, Deoval, Jillian, and Bribwan. Very awesome. Yeah, I yeah, definitely beca- went in there overprepared for a fight that uh, never came. But the couple of fights that we did have, you know, I everyone died really fast. But we also outnumbered them, so yeah. I came in there, I was like, all right, I'm ready for like this, you know, really long, really drawn out. And push, and we got it in a day. Three times in a day, I guess. All right. And then uh, saving uh, I, what I like to think, you know, my best for last. Uh, I was on my Stamplar, which is a 80 orc. And I was at Craftsford, and I just wanted to buy some Grace of Ancients gear, right? You know, just want to walk up to the uh, shop vendor, buy some gear, and get out of there and put the gear on a... Uh, my uh, magfire that I wanted to have an oak and silk build for, right? Um, apparently, my quick trip to Crossford, you buy the gear, maybe do a quest or two, then go do the build. It, it did not go to plan. I got to the shop vendor, started talking to the shop vendor, bought some stuff, opened up some stuff, went to go talk to the shop vendor again. And next thing I know, he's dead, and some EP Templar is standing over his body trying to kill me. And then, you know, I kill him because he wasn't that good, and I had Oaken Soul. So he died, and I went to go seek vengeance with seven other AD, clearing out about 20 other EP for about the next 15 minutes. They really wanted Croftsford, and I really wanted to buy my uh, Grace of Ancients gear. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that could be a uh, quite the struggle, especially at Cropsford because it's so spread out. Yeah, and all three of them have like NPCs that you have to do. So yeah, and there's like a lot of places for the enemies to like you know hide or kite around, especially. Yeah, 
But uh, here's where the, you know, the good part is, right? There was an EP person, right? He was writing a guar, and he's running toward the shop vendor. This is kind of like towards the end of it. So I just started throwing javelins, because that's my only ranged thing I have. And I threw one, then two, then three. And then the fourth javelin, you know, it strikes the guar in the head, killing the guar and forcing the EP Altmer rider off to their death in the shop area, even which is even better. And I was then able to buy my Graves of Ancients after standing around the area, waiting for about two minutes, standing, you know, over the dead Guar and Altmer, just lying around, waiting for the shop vendor to spawn. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you and your craziness, dog. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, you know, our friends at Tales of Terry will be, well, I don't know if they would be happy or they'd be, you know, angry with uh, that uh, event, especially Arcanir. You know, I killed an EP person, but he was riding a Guar and he was an Altmer, but I was on an AD character, so. Oh, yeah. Does even really out? <laughs> just tear him apart from the inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, I don't know how to feel. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that wraps up my uh, memorable uh, stuff that happened during Midyear Mayhem. Yeah, it was a great, uh, it was a great Midyear. You know, Just, I think I scored like, uh, gosh, I can't even remember. Maybe like eight million AP or something. I don't even remember. Something just so ridiculous. It was like. More than I was expecting, but at the same time, uh, I was hoping to creep a little closer to the five star, but you know, hey, uh, I'll have to just get that in between mayhems instead. There you go. Yeah. I, uh, well, I definitely spent a lot more AP than I earned. So I still have plenty of AP, but, you know, I just don't feel as good because normally I'm like, I uh, earn much more AP than I spend, but not this time. Yeah, I mean, you spend a lot of, like, AP just while you're playing that much PvP, like, you know, just grabbing stuff on the side that you don't really think about. Yeah. Well, we hope uh, you all had as enjoyable of a mid-year as we did, and uh, that you could beat the queue times, which were continually the uh, most, you know, largest enemy we could face. But um, once you were in there, it was always a lot of fun, as it always has been for mid-year. So, uh, yeah, Dog, if you don't have anything else for him, then uh, why don't you tell them where they could find us when we're not here in front of these microphones. All right, uh, you can find us on Twitter, the at Red Diamond Cast. You can find us on Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. You can find us on our ESOPC or Xbox Guild of Airs the Red Diamond, which you can join on the Robots Radio Discord found on robotsradio.net. And if you check out our show notes, you will find all kinds of awesome things like links to our merch store, to ESO-hub.com, and to our music producer, Daniel Nisley. Also, if you go leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with some words in there, we will shout it to the stars in honor of your name. Or uh, give us a five-star like on uh, Spotify because you think we're awesome. Now, Dogged, where can the people find you? All right, you can find me on Xbox, Twitter, and ESOPC, all at DogBark24. 
Perfect. And for me, it'll be all about the same Xbox ESO and PC, but at Bob underscore Chichinsky. You'll find it. Don't worry. If you want to, you will. So thank you guys for hanging out, as always. Uh, just a short episode this week to fill you guys in on what went down during the mid-year mayhem, um, you know, extravaganza we just all got to experience. So, uh, we will be back next week with some more Red Diamond content for you guys, and we hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you on the flip side. Yep, see ya. My name is Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose.